0: Welcome to the Beautiful Entrepreneurs Podcast, the show for women entrepreneurs who are ready to make more money and take their business to the next level. I am your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you the tools I have learned over the past 18 years growing my business to consecutive multiple six-figure years from my garage while raising three boys. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast number 23 clarity in your business and life. Welcome to summer. I it is over 100 degrees here where I live and I love it. I, I will say though our air conditioning is out right now so I don't love that but um, but I'm loving summer. I'm loving the heat. I hope you're having a fantastic summer so far. So my friends and I have been talking so much about finding clarity lately. It's a lot of the work I do with my clients to find clarity and make decisions and move forward in every area of your life. And I feel like the, finding clarity is, is something that people feel frustrated when they don't feel clear, and it's like this, this destination people want to get to. So in this podcast, I am going to talk about how to get clear quicker by asking yourself some really great great questions. I'm also excited to help you realize that you can move forward in your life and business, even if you're not totally clear. In fact, I've found that often moving forward helps create clarity. And then I'm also going to talk about don't let the searching for clarity immobilize you. So I believe that clarity, first of all, is not a destination. It's a journey. And what I mean by this is we can become clear about what we want, we can start taking action to make what we want happen and then things come up right more opportunities arise new problems arise and then we almost have to gain new clarity or tweak the clarity that we have or recommit to the clarity we thought we once had so for example we can get clear on the type of customer we customer we want to work with we can start marketing to this customer with the clarity that we have, like, yes, I got this. I know what I'm talking about. And we start marketing to them. And then we start working with this customer. And then we're like, oh, I don't know that I love working with this customer. I think I would rather work with this kind of person or another kind of person. And so you were clear and now you need to rethink and become clear in a new way. You almost tweak your tweak your clarity, which helps you tweak your marketing to a different customer. I have decided this is called the clarity dance, and it really is part of being an entrepreneur. And I think it's not a problem. I think this is actually the way. It's like how I'm always saying that you have to want something, start moving towards it, but you don't know exactly how you're going to get there. Not being clear all the time does not mean you have a problem on your hands. I've come to the conclusion that although we want clarity, the fact that we're looking for it means that we are growing and creating results in our lives. We just don't want to get stuck not moving forward because we think we need it. We don't want to feel like we're just waiting, right? You don't want to be one of those people that's just waiting because you're not quite sure. Clarity is something so many people are striving for in all different areas of their life, Especially if you're the kind of person that does not want to live a stagnant life. If you want growth, if you are trying to make changes, you're trying to go to your next level, we want a clear plan, right? We want to know what we want. When we feel clear about something, because I think clarity can be a feeling, don't you think? Sometimes I feel like, okay, I know where I'm going. I know exactly what I'm doing and I actually feel clear. And when we feel clear, it's so much easier to move forward, isn't it? It's so much easier to make decisions when you're feeling clear. So I want to give you an example of like how this has shown up in my life. So a few years ago, I was at this point in my business where I thought I was outgrowing my studio space for my jewelry. And when I started my jewelry business, and for those of you who might be new to me and just coming into this episode, and maybe you you don't know me very well, um, I am a glass artist. I design, make, and sell jewelry. My company is Gracie Glass. I've been doing this for 18 years, and I've grown a multiple six-figure-a-year business out of my garage, actually. I started back in the day when I was in college in my apartment, and now I'm in my garage. And it's amaz- it's been an amazing journey, and that's what has led me here, but... I got to the point where I felt like I was outgrowing my space. I had two assistants and we were literally in what I would constitute like a one car garage in the garage. And when all three of us were in there working, especially during like busy times, like before Mother's Day or before Christmas, it was wild. I mean, we would take over that whole space. We would end up taking over the other side of the garage. I would spill out into the office and the kitchen. like I mean, it's actually an amazing thing. So many businesses started this way. But it did get to a point where I felt like, "Ugh, I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to do something about this. This isn't working as efficiently as it could be. I needed more space, and I really also believed that in order to grow the business and streamline, I needed more, more, um, and better systems and processes. But I was totally in indecision about what to do. And let me say too, is I'm actually really good about making decisions. I pride myself on being like thoughtful, doing quick research, and just moving." in a direction but um in this moment in time, I was pretty stuck. I had narrowed down my options to two different options. I was either going to renovate the garage and take over the whole garage. So I would almost have like a two-car garage space. We were gonna renovate it. And then there was the decision of how much money to put into the renovation, because how long was I really gonna be in that space? And then my other option was, I could actually get a legit space. I could um, get either like a warehouse type of situation, which had pros and cons, or I could get more of like a retail space, which of course had pros and cons as well. And so I was all over the place for a month. I was all over the place thinking, I don't know what to do. I'm looking for clarity. And I knew the clarity was out there. I just had to find it. And then I actually had this amazing opportunity to ask my mentor a question. I was at a conference she was hosting. I'd never talked to her before. And now I look back and I kick myself. like Of all the questions to, to ask her, this was the question I asked her. But you, at the time I, was so, I felt so stuck. And so I explained my situation, and I said I don't know which option I should choose. And her answer was so simple. At first, I even just kind of sat there, like, uh. When she <laughs> she answered me, and she said, um, "What is your reason for each different option, and do you like your reason?" And I literally, I even said, "I'm gonna have to." I'm going to have to think about that. I'm going to take that and I'm going to have to think about it. You know, a lot of people were asking her questions and then she would give her answer and they would kind of, well, yeah, but what about this? And it would turn into this 10 minute conversation. She said that it was so like simple and powerful. I said, thank you. I will. I will do that work. So let me say again, she said, what is your reason for each of the two scenarios, right? So what, what reason would you have for converting the garage and staying in the garage do you like those reasons what reason would you have for going out and getting either a warehouse space or a retail space and do you like your reasons in that moment she gave me clarity and so let me tell you what i did with her answer so first I spent a full day driving around and looking at retail and and warehouse spaces. I thought to myself, if I'm really going to make this decision, I really want to be able to know exactly what my options are. And I had, I kept imagining what a retail space would look like, what a warehouse space would look like, but I really needed to get out there and go with a realtor and be able to actually see how much the retail spaces would cost. How would that affect my profit margin, all that. So that was the first thing I did. I spent a whole day doing that. And then I was able to really visualize what both of those options would look like. And then I wrote down my options. So I wrote down staying in the garage, the pro, and it, there was actually a few more, a few more decision, staying in the garage and then doing a huge renovation or just kind of a half renovation, you know, just kind of a low ball renovation or like a really big time renovation and then warehouse or retail space. And so I wrote down staying in the garage, the pros and the cons, right? Renting a warehouse and then retail pros and cons. But more importantly, after each of the pros and cons, what are my reasons for both decision. So for example, one of the reasons to stay in my garage is because sometimes I would wake up at like four o'clock in the morning to check on my kilns and just to make sure things were looking correct. And sometimes I would end up staying up late and it was just really convenient to be in my home. One of the negatives to being in the garage is I sometimes have a tendency to overwork and it was so easy, right? If I had a, a warehouse place about two miles away at eight o'clock at night, I would not probably drive out there and start working when sometimes because my garage is in my home, I would do that. So that those were kind of some of the pros and cons. But one of the things that was really interesting that came up for me before I did this work, I didn't realize this is, so one of the reasons to stay in my garage is because it makes me still available for my kids. I can be out there and they can come out and they can can say I need a ride somewhere or they wanted me to cook something for them. And it even sounds a little corny, but in this journaling and pros and cons and reasons, it made me realize that. And it made me a little emotional to think that of the dozens and dozens of times, each of my boys would come out when my music was on and I was doing my jewelry and I had my music blaring and they would come out to ask me a question. And before I would answer them or even let them speak to me, I forced them to dance with me. I would literally like take my helmet cause I wear a helmet to protect my face. I would take my helmet and I would just start dancing with me and they knew I would not answer with answer their question or even engage with them until we had like a 52nd dance marathon. And, um, being available to my kids and like the ability to like dance any moment with them was the, one of the reasons I liked most for staying in the garage, even though that sounds totally corny. It's one of the, one of the things I loved about being a stay-home mom and having this business. But I really focused on the positive, the gain. I asked myself, if I renovated the garage, how would this be amazing for me in my business? if I rented a retail space, how would this be amazing for me and my business? Because we tend to focus on the negative of our options. Have you ever noticed that? I don't know why we humans do that. We kind of tend to focus on the negative of two different options. So focus on the best case scenario of both options. What ended up happening was when I asked myself these questions after looking at the retail space, I got clarity. I realized that I liked my reasons for staying in the garage and doing a renovation, a big time renovation, better than I liked my reasons for moving the business into a, a retail or a warehouse space i learned so many lessons doing this talking to my mentor getting that advice and do in this whole experience and the biggest lesson i think i learned was i thought there was a right and a wrong move i thought that finding clarity meant right or wrong i thought one of these options was right and i just needed to get clarity on which one was right but what i want to tell you and what i learned is for most things there is no right or wrong decision there isn't a beautiful piece of clarity waiting out there for you. We just need to make a decision and make it right. And looking back, I I think I would have rathered my mentor tell me what to do. I mean, that was what I was hoping for. She was going to say, well, clearly you should do this. And I'd say, well, perfect. You know, she is wildly successful and she, you know, has tons of business experience being an entrepreneur for years and years and years. She's made millions of dollars. So I assume she would have given me the right answer, but I, learned how to find my own clarity, which is such a gift that she gave me. And that was way better than her telling me what to do. I believe some people are waiting for clarity, just like they're waiting for motivation or inspiration. They feel like they cannot move forward at all unless they are inspired or they're motivated and they need clear. And sometimes it can be an excuse to not move forward because moving forward can be scary. So one question you can ask yourself is, what is the worst case scenario here? Often the worst case scenario is really not that bad. often, not always. Sometimes there's a lot of money at stake or significant risk um, that you have to consider. But a lot of times people allow themselves to be immobilized by things that don't that don't even when they think of their worst case scenario, they're not even that big of a deal like should I raise my prices? Should I hire a person? Should I, like, should I hire an assistant? Should I start a business? Should I go back to school or should I get an extra certification? What is the worst case scenario of the decision, either to do it or to not do it? This question can help you find clarity. Another question you can ask yourself is, what do I really want? I know that sounds so simple, but what do I really want Sometimes, especially as women, we don't ask ourselves, what do I want? Simple. And if I could have whatever I wanted, what would I want? And not what you think you should want, not what you think would be best. Like, what do you want? What would be fun? And insist that you answer past, I don't know. Because a lot of times we will say, I don't know. And I've done this too. I'll think about something and think, I don't know. So when you say to yourself, I don't know, say, if I did know, what would I say? Or, okay, I don't really know, so let's brainstorm here. When I say to my client, how can you make more money from now until the end of the year? And they might initially want to say, I don't know. But sometimes they say this because they think, well, I could raise my prices. And this happens very quickly. They think I could raise my prices, but then all the obstacles to that idea come up. So if you find yourself thinking, I don't know, answer, right? Because if you think, if I did know, what were some of the ideas? And don't worry about what would I do if I made that decision? And here's something I have more recently realized about clarity is we sometimes wait and we're searching for this clarity in order to move but i have found if you have even a touch of idea or a hint of a i think this might be the direction i want to go start moving in that direction and you will get clarity and again usually like i said before it's that dance of clarity where you'll get a little bit of clarity and then you'll be like oh no i actually need to do this i need and it's almost like this river of up and down and you are you're becoming more clear as you take action towards something big like making more money or working a little bit less or getting in really good shape, right? You have you know where you want to go. You might not be crystal clear, but you start heading in the direction and you will get more clear. What you want to be on the lookout for is not letting searching for clarity immobilize you. And I see that with a lot of people that they feel like they need to have clarity and they need to have everything dialed in. And of course, they need to know exactly how things are going to go in order to move. And especially as an entrepreneur, this is just false. (laughs) That's a strong statement, but I believe it's false. Being an entrepreneur is it's the game of having an idea taking action and figuring it out and failing over and over and over again and you really are living this this dance of clarity right sometimes you're going to feel clear sometimes you're going to say what the hell am i doing and you are going to continue to find it as you go. And then new things are going to happen and you're going to change and pivot. And it really is a beautiful clarity dance. So do not get stuck thinking, I don't know really exactly what to do. I don't know really exactly what I want. Start moving. And I promise you, you will find clarity and then you'll lose it a little bit and you will find it again. I hope this episode on clarity makes you feel a little bit more clear. I also hope it makes you feel like you are seen. That sometimes when you feel like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know exactly what. I hope it makes you feel that you're doing it right. That this is part of the entrepreneurial journey. Have a great day. If you are ready to make more money and take your business to the next level, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women entrepreneurs one-on-one to help them achieve at levels higher than ever before. Find me on social and at my website, thebeautifulentrepreneurs.com.